more time now. desire this morning. Oh, granted Jesus is my plea. That's what he wants to. Oh, daily walking close to thee. Let it be my plea 
then when my feeble life is old and time for me will be no That should be all of our desires this morning. Oh, granted Jesus is my plea. Oh, daily walking close to sing it one more time. Oh, yes, it's just a closer walk with Thee. Oh, granted Jesus is my Let's give the Lord a hand clap of praise this morning. Amen. I trust that that truly is your desire. We welcome you into the house of the Lord this morning. It's great to see your happy, smiling faces with the beautiful sunshine outside. Most of you look like you really come expecting to receive from the Lord this morning. I know it's been a, been a tough week for a lot of people, but here we are. And God's got something great in store for us, so I hope you'll just pull up under the table and be ready to eat. Let's sing that old song, Come and Dine. Turn around and look at your neighbor and tell him you're glad to see him this morning. Amen. How many come to have church? Well, we got a few that come to have church this morning. Well, I'm going to have it whether you have it with me or not. Amen. Let's sing this old song. Jesus has a table spread where the saints of God are fed. He invites His chosen people to come and dine. With His manna He doth feed and supplies our every need. Oh, tis sweet to sup with Jesus all the time. Oh, come and dine, the Master calleth. Come and dine. Oh, you may feast at Jesus' table all the time. He who fed the multitude turned the water into wine. To the hungry call up now. Come and dine. The disciples came to land. Thus obeying Christ's command. For the Master called to them. Oh, come and dine. 
where they found their heart's desire. Bread and fish upon the fire. The sea satisfies the hungry every time. Oh, come and dine. The master calleth, come and dine. You may feast at Jesus' table all the time. He who fed the multitude turned the water into wine. To the hungry calleth now. Come and dine Soon the Lamb will take His bride To be ever at His side All the hosts of heaven will assemble be Old will be a glorious sight All the saints in spotless white And with Jesus they will feast eternally Oh, come and dine The Master calleth Come and dine Feast at Jesus' table all the time. He had the multitude turned the water into wine. To the hungry call of now, come and dine. Let's sing this again. Soon the Lamb will take his bride to be ever at his side. All the host of heaven will assemble be. Old will be a glorious sight All the saints in spotless white And with Jesus they will feast eternally Oh, come and dine The Master calleth, come and dine You may feast at Jesus' table all the time He has more to Turn the water into wine To the hungry calleth now Come and dine, oh, come and dine, the Master calleth, come and dine. You may feast at Jesus' table all the time. He who fed the multitude turned the water into wine. To the hungry calleth now, come and dine. All I want to do is love Him. So glad I feel His love for me. Jesus paid the price of redemption on the cross of Calvary. So every day my heart will praise Him. I know I'll never be the same So all I want to do is love Him Love His holy name Oh, sing it out to Him now On the cross of Calvary So every day my heart will praise Him I know I'll never be the same All I want to do 
love him, love his holy name. Oh, hallelujah. How many love him this morning? Amen. We're going to change the order of the service here. And I don't have any actual specific prayer requests this morning. And I consider that to be, I'm sure there are some. But I still consider that to be a, a true blessing. So I'm going to take this time just to just to give some praise. Just to what a wonderful God that we truly serve. But I would like to ask you all to... Uh, we want to continue to remember the, the saints and the believers over in, in um, Ukraine. I, I had actually read uh, last evening um, a story where that uh, supposedly the... Uh, Russians had went into to one of the towns there and had went door to door and had taken, I think it was 31,000 civilians and ushered them out at gunpoint into a concentration camp. I can't imagine what that would be like in this, in this modern, this modern day of something like that taking place. Your, your family going and they were, they were shooting males under the age of 50 and, um, I just, I just can't, I just can't wrap my mind around what that would be like. And my heart really goes out to those people over there. So let's, let's remember those saints in prayer that God will keep His hand of protection on them. Um, we want to remember those that's not here with us, uh, this morning. Continue to remember, uh, Sister Karen Buchanan. Um, uh, Brother Pete's not here. I think he got called in to work this morning. So we want to remember him. The Paschals are not here. Uh, there's many needs, many needs among us. And, uh, I know that, uh, there's probably unspoken requests by the raising of your hands. Amen. I'd like to ask, uh, Brother Ethan Pritchard if he would come and just, uh, take us to the Lord in prayer. I'd like to sing that song, It Is No Secret. I could tell you right now, it is no secret what God can do. He's done too many things in my life. Even if you just take away, if you took away just the salvation itself is, is more than enough. But as I look back over my life, all the sicknesses and things that he's brought me through and it is no secret. He can and he will do anything for you, whatever it may be. So let's just sing this this morning as Brother Ethan gets ready to come. It is no secret. What God can do, what He's done for others, He'll do for you.
come in our presence, Lord, and just touch every heart that's needing an answer, Lord, and just uh, bless every one that's come, Lord, just let them get a blessing, Lord, that you can pour out upon them their lives, Lord, just let their, your light shine through them, Lord, we thank you for this day, we uh, ask you to touch the preacher as he comes, Lord, just let him say something that will uh, give us strength to go on, Lord, and we just ask you to watch over us, be with us in Jesus' name, amen. Thank you, brother. God bless you, saints. You may be seated. Just an announcement here says there will be children's choir practice for ages 13 and under at 4 o'clock today. So if you are under the age of 14, 13 and under, you got choir practice today at 4 o'clock. So make sure you are there. Let's just, I don't have any specials here this morning, so let's sing this old song. Um, I want to sing this. I know Brother Mike Pritchard really enjoys this song, and I just had this on my my mind this morning after the, it's kind of a rough weather day yesterday the last few days uh, i talked to brother david whitlock he said in virginia they experienced all four seasons in one day yesterday went from warm and and having a hailstorm to wind and snow and so it's kind of crazy the way things like that work but i woke up this morning i was sitting there and watched the sun come up and it was just cloudless not a cloud in the sky and i thought lord what it's going to be like when we reach that eternal sunrise when we see that sunrise for for eternity and uh, i know brother mike pritchard always liked this song and i like it too the unclouded day i think maybe f maybe <laughs> we'll give it a try <clears throat> if not f we'll be flatted so <clears throat> oh they tell me of a home far beyond the skies oh they tell me of a home far away oh they tell me of a home where no storm clouds rise oh they tell me of an unclouded day oh the land of cloudless days oh the land of an unclouded skies oh they tell me of a home where no storm clouds rise oh they tell me of an unclouded day oh they tell me of a home where my friends have gone oh they tell me of that land far away where the tree of of life in eternal blue sheds its fragrance through the unclouded day oh the land of cloudless days oh the land of an unclouded skies oh they tell me of a home where no storm clouds rise oh they tell me of an uncloudy day oh they tell me of a king in his beauty there 
And they tell me that mine eyes shall behold Where he sits on the throne that is whiter than snow In the city that is made of gold Oh, the land of cloudless days Oh, the land of an uncloudy skies Oh, they tell me of a home where no storm clouds rise Oh, they tell me of an uncloudy day Oh, they tell me that He smiles on His children there And His smile drives their sorrows all away And they tell me that no tears ever come again In that lovely land of unclouded day Oh, the land of cloudless days Oh, the land of an unclouded skies Oh, they tell me of a home where no storm clouds rise Oh, they tell me of an unclouded day There's a happy land of promise over in the great beyond. Everybody will be happy over there. Where the saved of earth shall soon its glory share. Where the chosen one shall enter and live on forevermore. Everybody will be happy over there. Oh, everybody will be happy, will be happy over there. We will shout and sing God's praises. Everybody will be happy over there. Oh, mothers, fathers, sisters, brothers will be singing round the throne in that land where no one ever knows a care. And the Christians of all ages will join in the triumph song. Everybody will be happy over there. Oh, everybody will be happy, will be happy over there. We will shout and sing God's praises. Everybody will be happy over there. And we will hear nobody praying and no mourning in that land. For no burdens there will be for us to bear. All the people will be singing glory, glory to the Lamb. Everybody will be happy over there. Oh, everybody will be happy, will be happy over there. We will shout and sing God's praises. Everybody will be happy over there. I love this one. There will be one who saved us and who kept us by his grace and who brought us to that land so bright and fair we will praise his name forever 
As we look upon his face Everybody will be happy over there Oh, everybody will be happy Will be happy over there We will shout and sing God's praises Everybody will be happy Oh, let's stand and sing it now Oh, everybody will be happy over there. We will shout and sing God's praises. Everybody will be. Oh, let's sing it one more time. Oh, yes, everybody will be happy. Will be happy. Over there We will shout and sing God's praises Everybody will be happy over there Oh, hallelujah Oh, my But I like the fact that I don't wait till I I don't have to wait till I get over there to be happy I can be happy right here Amen Joy in my salvation That was one of my one of my dad's favorite songs, and he requested that to be sung at his funeral. And um, I imagine that he is having the time of his life this morning. I can't wait to join him. We'll ask our ushers to come at this time, and we'll receive our uh, morning tithe and offering. <coughs> Brother David, if you would uh, bless the offering. Amen. As Brother Barry comes, I'd like to sing that song, He Touched Me. This was, uh, this was also my dad's all-time favorite song. and He really had an experience with this, with this song once the Lord changed his life. And he had an, it was down in the basement of our home, and, and the Lord actually just came down to him directly. And this song ministered to him so much, and it was such a testimony for him. Used to love to hear Brother Henry Green singing, and I've been singing this this week, and I've just been thinking a lot about my dad this week, and I just like to sing this because this song is this song is so true. If you come, if you look at your life just being a sinner saved by grace, what a heavy burden you was under, and how His touch changed your life forever, forever it's been changed. Let's start with that first verse. Oh, shackled by a heavy burden. Oh, think about it now. Neath the load of guilt and shame. Touched me. 
that floods my soul Something happened And now I know He touched me And made me whole All I think about this Since I met this blessed Savior, oh, how wonderful! Oh, since He cleansed and made me whole, oh, I shall never see. I'll shout it while eternity rolls. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, he touched me. Just sing it again now. Oh, he touched me. Oh, one great joy that floods my soul. And something happen and now yes I know Jesus touched me and he made me whole praise the Lord God bless you all turn to somebody and say God bless you pilgrim welcome to church good to have you here today and you may be seated We're going to sing again, but uh, we're going to have Sister Lily come on if she will get ready to sing as well. And uh, we welcome all of you to the house of the Lord today. It's certainly uh, an honor to have you all here today. And uh, good to have the males back. That's the couple sitting in the second last row back there. And uh, good to have them here uh, today. And each one of you, may God bless you. Um, it is good for us to be in the house of the Lord. You get that spring feeling, that Easter feeling. It's just kind of nice to be uh, nice to be here. Good to see Brother Ben sitting here, sitting upright, and uh, appreciate each and every one of you. Uh, next Sunday, as you know, we'll have uh, our Easter service on Sunday morning, and we're going to have a dinner afterwards, a potluck. And uh, if you never got the email about what to bring, Sister Angie's back there. You can see her, one of the deacon's wives, and uh, they will sure update you there. So it's uh, good for us to, 
be able to get together on Easter Sunday. Brother Daniel, I need to talk to you after church, okay? So don't take off before we get a chance. You're not in trouble. Uh, you always have to say that and uh, just get a, a couple of minutes together. Well, I hope you're ready to have church. I hope you are uh, got your feet under the table. And um, we are uh, ex- in great expectation this morning. So Sister Lily is going to sing for us this morning in just a moment. rolled in and they had, uh, you know, boxes of, uh, you know, these seals books in, in their language, in Portuguese, and then the church age books, let me tell you, they were very excited, they were very, uh, very happy, and they told them, they said, hey, there's, there's more coming, we just, we had no idea, really, until now, uh, how many believers were actually in Mozambique, and we're just learning now the scope of the size of the churches there, and, and they the pastors actually asked the, the brothers who were distributing the books, they asked them, they said, why have, why were we forsaken? Why did no one come? Why did no one care? Why did no one bring anything to us? And they, they genuinely wanted to know the answer uh, to the question because they said nobody ever visits. Now, it's a country that has lots of civil war and, uh, you know, it's not an easy country to get into. Uh, it, they've, they've certainly had their shared difficulties over the years, but uh, now they're just very excited uh, about that. I, I can't give you all the details about things that are going on in Ukraine at the moment. Uh, as, as you know, if you follow the news on it at all, uh, there has been a concentration of effort on the eastern side of Ukraine. The Russian forces have pulled back to there, but they're wanting to literally empty that whole region uh, of the population. The, the Ukrainian government are telling the people to get out. And the Russian government is intent on leveling that whole area of Ukraine. And then they 
have a, a system where they repopulate that again. But they're literally going to blow it to smithereens. So in that in that area, in that area, there are several believers and families in there. And because they're surrounded by Russian troops, it's become perilous and uh, very detrimental for them to stay, very dangerous for them to stay. So yesterday we were working out some details about trying to help get those people out, and I'll, I'll fill you in. They said that they, they don't want any details on the Internet, like on the uh, uh, streaming here, because there's... Uh, Stuff gets around, and so uh, we'll we'll update you. But if uh, when I mentioned on the WhatsApp thing last night about praying for the believers in Donetsk, if you don't mind, uh, they're right at a critical point where that's uh, that's got to take place. So we uh, we would sure appreciate your prayers uh, for doing that because that's uh, that's really critical for them. There are young families who were there, and they were the first ones who they got out. And there are now some other families that are trailing behind. One family had nine children, and they were uh, shuttling those people out. Now, Sister Lily's probably going to have to sing loud. That's the way it's shaping up here. So we're going to do it like the old days in the tent revival and have her sing the top of her lungs here. So... Overturned 
my dreams and my plans. I could spend all my time thinking, where did I go wrong? Or I could run to find the solid rock where I belong. And someday you will find you're not on sinking sand, and the waves made a way for you to trust in God's plan. If you spent all your time thinking, where did I go wrong? Then you should run to find the solid rock where you belong. can turn to him. Hey, let's, uh, let's sing the Waymaker. Come on up here, Brother Keith. Let's get you a microphone here or Mitchell, whoever wants to sing. Come on up here and let's sing that before we turn it over to our brother Chikosi this morning. Uh, brother Chikosi is uh, from Zimbabwe where Brother Aaron and Sister Trish are from and uh, has been a pioneer uh, in many ways in that whole part of the world and uh, traveling into Mozambique, South Africa and uh, neighboring countries there, Malawi, knows lots of people that we know and uh, comes very highly recommended. So we're honored today to have him. He's only in uh, the States. Uh, he attended a funeral for his nephew in California and uh, uh, came over uh, today just to spend the day, the, the, the day with us and then uh, flying back to England tonight, tomorrow. tomorrow. And uh, so we're just honored to have him uh, with us today, and we want you to make him feel welcome as you normally do, and uh, just put your feet under the table. Uh, Brother Jacosi is uh, uh, a solid believer in the message, and so we're, we're thankful to have him uh, to be able to spend some time with us today. Let's stand to our feet, and uh, let's sing together. Let's just worship the Lord now, and we're, we're uh, just looking forward to what God has for us today. Amen. Mitchell. You are here, touching every eye. I worship you. I worship you. You are here.
expectation, oh God, to hear from you, and the expectation also for your soon return, the changing of our bodies, the resurrection of the dead, and the rapture of the living saints. We thank you so much, Father, that you have made it possible for me to be here this morning, and I thank you, Lord, for this open door, this brotherly kindness of our pastor to allow me to stand behind his pulpit and to share a few words from your word. I pray that you bless this service. I also would like to take this time, Lord, to thank you for the missionary vision that our pastor and this church have had over the years, supporting the work in Africa. Oh, God, we have benefited also in Zimbabwe with the material that has been sent, the books and the PA systems and the different forms of helps that have come. We want to pronounce a blessing upon such hearts because you said in your word, it is more blessed to give than it is to receive. Bless now the reading of the word and cover us under your blood as we ask it in Jesus' name and for his glory. Amen. Before you take your seats, maybe I can just read the scripture. And as you are turning to the scripture, as you've heard, my name is Joseph Chikosi. I'm sure some of you might have 
seen or heard about me, we thank God for the light of this message. Received it in the late 70s in Zimbabwe, 1977. It was a good year for me to come in during those days. So much was going around about 1977. But we grew in this word and we thank God we are here. I want to thank the pastor for allowing me to speak to you. I would like to read from three portions of the scriptures. First Corinthians chapter 13, verses 9 to verse 12. That's in 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verses 9 to verse 12. And then also 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verses 17 and verse 18. And then lastly, 1 John 3 on verse 2. Let's start with 1 Corinthians 13, verse 9 to 12. For we know in part, and we prophesy in part, but when that which is perfect is come, then that which is in part shall be done away with, or shall be done away. When I was a child, I spake as a child, I understood as a child, I thought as a child, but when I became a man, I put away childish things. On verse 12, which I would like to put more emphasis on, for now we see through a glass darkly, but then face to face. Now I know in part, but then shall I know even as also I am known. Then we read Second Corinthians 3, verse 17 and verse 18. Second Corinthians chapter 3. Verse 17 and verse 18. It's good for me to hear so many Bible pages being flipped around. Nowadays, you don't hear that in many places anymore. (laughs) Because they just go like that. (laughs) And you wonder if they're opening a Bible verse or they're doing something else. (laughs) Second Corinthians 3, 17 and 18. Now the Lord is that spirit. And where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. But we all, uh I want to stress on that one, with open faces, with, with open face, beholding as in a glass the glory of the Lord, are changed into the same image from glory to glory, even as by the Spirit of the Lord. The last one is in 1 John 3 verse 2. 1 John 3 and verse 2. Beloved, now are we the sons of God, and it doth not yet appear what we shall be, but we know that when he shall appear, we shall be like him, for we shall see him as he is. The Lord bless the reading of his word. You may may be seated. You may enjoy the comfort of your seats as I battle it out here. Amen. You've been in prayer for me. And uh, I want to speak today on face-to-face. Basing it on that uh, verse 12 of 1 Corinthians 13. For we now see through a glass, darkly. That's when Paul was writing this. At the beginning of the church age, in the Ephesian church age, at the beginning of the gospel dispensation, he says, for we 
for now we see through a glass darkly. But then, when is that? In the days of the voice of the seventh angel, when the mystery of God is finished. Then, when? At the coming of Jesus. Then, when? When the seals are revealed. Then, he says, we shall know, even, all, even as also I am known. Can you just imagine you knowing about God the way he knows about you? You knowing about the word the way the word knows about you. God knows everything about us. And in these end times, God is expecting his church to know him. Come on, church. The way he knows us. Amen. What a perfect uh, time to be living in. And that is necessary for the rapture. Because he's coming to get his own. He's coming to take those who are just like him. So, this is a time that we have to see him and to know him and to fellowship with him face to face. Now, suppose you had heard about Joseph Chikosi, you have never seen Joseph Chikosi, you have heard this about Joseph Chikosi, or he preaches like this, or he's done this and that and the other. You are just knowing it darkly, as in a mirror, you've never seen me, you've never met me, but today we are meeting face to face. So you can pass your own judgment now and say, okay, Joseph is not, is not as what they were saying. I saw the man. I heard him talk face to face. Amen. What a time we are living in to know Jesus face to face. To know God face to face. To have a perfect understanding and revelation of who God is. And that is necessary for the manifestation of the sons and daughters of God. The Bible says those that know their God. So we've got to know him as he knows us. And and then those that know their God in Daniel chapter 11 verse 32 I believe it is. Those that know their God. Those who know him the way he knows them. Those who understand his word the way the word understands them. They'll do exploits of faith. They'll speak and God will back up their word. Amen. Face to face. So here we are changed from glory unto glory until it becomes a face to face revelation. So Paul here knew some things, but he acknowledged here that I don't know everything. He's saying it there for we, he is also including himself. For we know in part. We understand in part, but we are living in a day where the Bible has said in the days of the voice of the seventh angel, when he shall begin to sound, the mystery of God will be finished. This is the time, this is the hour that we can have a face-to-face revelation, a personal revelation. Of who Christ is. And when you have that revelation. Then the gates of hell can never prevail. Amen. Amen. We are changed from glory unto glory. Until it becomes a face to face revelation. Now with an open face. Now I like that verse there. Not with a veiled face. But with an open face. Mm -hmm. We behold as in a glass. The glory of the Lord. There is two things here. We are looking into a mirror. 
And that mirror we know is the mirror of the word of God. Usually when you look into a mirror, the mirror can only reflect the image standing before it. The mirror can't reflect anything else but what is looking at it. But in this instance, we look in the mirror, we don't see ourselves because it's a mirror of the word. So we see the word. Amen. I like this. If you are still seeing yourself, I don't know which mirror you are looking at. You must look at the Lord. Look away to Jesus. Look away to him who died for you on the cross. Look away to him who justified you. You cannot see yourself. You see the word. You see Jesus. You see the bleeding word. You see the blood of the lamb. Which washes you whiter than snow. When you look at that word. You see your salvation. You see your redemption. And the more you look at the word. Just as when you look into a mirror. And you see yourself. Then what does the mirror help you to do? The mirror helps you to improve yourself until you become what you want to be in that mirror. So if there's something on your face which you don't want, you use the mirror. I don't want that thing there. So you take a tissue, you remove it. Until what you see in the mirror is what you want to see. Then you know I'm good to go. And we are good to go. Amen. We are good to be raptured. We are good for the body change. When we see in the word of God ourselves, our lives, partnering with that word. We look into the mirror, into the glass of his word. And as we look, as we behold, not ourselves. Now, many of us spend time looking at ourselves. I am weak, I am this, I, I am limited, I am, uh, I, I am like this, I am like this. No, 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 no. Don't look at yourself. The sufficiency is not ours. Our sufficiency is of God. He has made you. He has made me. He has made all of us able ministers of the New Testament. Don't look at yourself. Look away to Jesus. Look at yourself the way the word says you are. Then change yourself into the image of the mirror of God's word. Now if the Bible says you are healed, look at that. Look at the glory of the promise of divine healing. And then change yourself to look like the image that you are supposed to be seeing in the mirror. The Bible says... Let him who is weak say, I am strong. You behold that. You look at that glory. You don't look at your weaknesses anymore. You don't look at how how frail you are and how little your faith is. In fact, if you have little faith, you are very much in the Bible. If you have too much faith, I don't think you belong anywhere there. The Bible says, if you have little faith, as small as a grain of mustard, it's not the size of your faith, it's, it's kind. It's about the kind, the type, the quality of your faith. If you have faith as a mustard seed, the smallest, but its quality is it cannot hybrid, it cannot change. No matter how small it is, it holds on to it. A 
If you believe Jesus is your healer, it doesn't matter how sick you are this morning. It doesn't matter what the doctor has said. If you believe it, that God is your healer, stay with that. Hold on to that. It will bring you through. And if you believe this message, if you believe Brother Branham was the seventh messenger, if you believe the seven seals have been unveiled, if you believe we are looking at Jesus with an open face, that's what I like. Amen. We don't have glasses, sunglasses and masks, even on our eyes. We are not veiled. Amen. I like that. We are looking straight into an unveiled word with unveiled faces. Amen. Oh, glory to God. Mm, I feel pretty religious, you know. I really do. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Amen. You see, many people are looking at the word with veiled faces. Let's, let's read that again there. It says there, um, and, 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 and let, let me see what verse it is there. It's, it's, it's verse 18 of 2 Corinthians. Okay, 2 Corinthians chapter 3. The second verse I read them. Now on verse 18, but we all with open face. Our faces are no longer veiled. There is many people who are looking at the Bible through a denominational veil. You cannot see the serpent seed. Neither can you understand the mystery of the oneness of the Godhead. If you are looking at the word with a veiled face of some theological training. Or a veiled face of human interpretation. A veiled face of fashion. A veiled face of a critical spirit. A veiled faith of symptoms that you, symptoms that you, that you project above the word. We must never project symptoms above the word. We project the word. And we are no longer veiled. No political veil. We don't approach the Bible in a political way. No educational veil. We don't approach the word intellectually. Open face. The veil has been torn. Amen. The veil has been broken. We've come out of Babylon. We've come out of politics. We've come out of the world. We've come out of all doubt. We've come out of all worldliness. And we are looking with an open face. Oh, that's beautiful. That's, then you can see who you really are. You are, that, you are a part of that word. As long as you are saying amen to it. As long as you are receiving it. As long as you are standing on it. You are part of that word. So with an open face, we behold as in a glass the glory of the Lord. That's the main thing. We must look away to Jesus. We must see Jesus in our lives. I think some people have got a problem that they see more of the devil than they see of Christ in their life. Who are you worshipping? Satan or God? Whose child are you? Satan's or God? If you're God's child, then listen, all things in your life work together for good to them that love the Lord. Even the difficult things. Did not Job of old stand up and say, Naked came I. Naked will I go back. God gave. God has taken away. 
Blessed be his holy name. If you love God and you are looking into the mirror of his word, even the bad times, even the difficult situations, you still praise God. Yes, you still praise him because it's him that you are seeing. Does not the Bible say many are the afflictions of the righteous? And many people want to quote the scripture, but they end there. Many are the afflictions of the righteous. Brother, this thing has been going wrong. And then that thing might also go wrong. They just end on many are the afflictions of the righteous. But if you finish that verse, it says, but the Lord delivers him from all. May God deliver you from all your trials and troubles this morning is my prayer. Yes, with an open face. We are no longer blinded with the veil of the ecumenical council. We are no longer blinded with the veil of theological training. We are no longer veiled with human interpretation. God's word comes to a prophet. Surely the Lord your God will do nothing but he reveals his secrets to his servants, the prophet. And the prophet came to break the veils. Veils of education. Veils of, of this end time. And when we look in the word now, we look at it with open faces. As in a glass, then we behold the glory of the Lord. And as we behold his glory, not your weaknesses. As we behold his glory, not your achievements. As There are many people who look at themselves and pride in their own achievements. And that hinders them from seeing the glory of the Lord. We behold the glory of the Lord. Is him that we must see. And as we do that, we are then changed by the power of influence into the same image that we are beholding from glory to glory, from victory to victory, from joy to joy, from rupturing grace to rupturing grace. From patience to this virtue. From faith to virtue. From virtue until you get right on the capstone of divine love. It's not a one day affair. Even your faith must grow. If you believe in something, don't give God a time limit. God do this for me, but do it in the next two years. Abraham waited for 25 years. I don't know how long Zachariah waited. But we know he was stricken. Amen. In years, he was an old man. But God will fulfill his word regardless. Time, symptoms, doctor's reports, criticism, whatever may be said will never change when your faith is anchored in God. Now, the climax of our changing is until... We shall be like him. Wonderful. We keep on changing. We keep on changing. Changing those habits by the power of influence of what we are beholding. We are just living under the influence of the sun. Ripening under that sun. Bathing ourselves in the presence of the word. Allowing the word 
to change our lives. He says there, and from glory unto glory. And the climax is when we shall be like him. This is very important to be like him. Because that's the only way we can see him. We cannot see him until we are like him. We've got to be like him for us to see him. Because flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of heaven. We are changed from service to service. When we listen to the messages of the prophet, we, you may not see that something is happening in you. But there is no word of God which comes into you but what transforms you. You may think you are still the same, but you are not. That word is changing you. It's changing you. You hear it today. You might not even remember the sermon after I am gone. But while you are saying amen, it's changing you. Even if you cannot say amen, but you nod your head, still it's changing you. If you can't even nod your head, but you smile, it's still changing you. Inwardly, you are being worked on. Oh, work on us, Holy Spirit. Change us, oh Holy Spirit. The climax of our change is when we are like him. We are just like the word. We become what? Evident, manifested episodes. Evidently, written episodes of God. The word walking on two feet. The Bible reincarnated. As in the beginning was the word. And the word was with God. And the word was God. Then the word became flesh. Then in this time, he's changing us. And changing us. And changing us by the word until the flesh becomes the word. There it was the word becoming flesh. Now it's the flesh becoming the word. That's the climax. And then we see him as he is. So in the days gone by, friends, some of, I don't know what denominations you belong to, but I was a Methodist, grew up in the Methodist, but I never knew a hundredth or a thousandth of what I now know in the message. Yet I was a faithful Methodist. I would attend church every Sunday. I was baptized as a little infant. And I participated in all the church activities. But I never knew, even a millionth, I guess, of what I now know. What was it? Then, in days gone by, when we were in the denominations, when we were still in the world, we knew in part. We saw in part. We knew very little of he whom we loved. We knew very little of he whom we worshipped. And it's only those that know him that will draw benefits of the exploits of faith. Now, Paul says, when that which is perfect has come. And the prophet taught us and he says, now... We have that which is perfect. We have a perfect interpretation of the word of God. That which is perfect has come. And if that which is perfect has come, that means if we were baptized in a wrong baptism of the titles of Father, Son, and Holy Ghost, we then put that away. And we are re-baptized 
in water by immersion in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. That which is in part is done away with. We now have a perfect interpretation of the words of God. And we are now looking at him face to face. It was a rumor in the early ages. It was a rumor in the days of Martin Luther. It was a rumor in the days of John Wesley. It was a rumor in the days of Pentecost. When the Holy Ghost began to fall upon the people. And the gifts of the Spirit began to manifest. It was a rumor. But now. He has made himself known. At the time of the breaking of the bread. And all along. As, as Cleopas and Luke. We're testifying, did not our hearts burn within us as he spoke with us along the way? We were wondering who this was. We were wondering who this gentleman was. How he was connecting the scriptures from Isaiah, Ezekiel, and so on. But at the time of the evening, in the evening time, it shall be light. He did as if he was going to pass. But they constrained him. Come on, let's constrain him this morning. He will never force himself into your life. He will never force himself into your church. He will never go to where he's not thoroughly, 100% welcome. He did as if he was going to pass. But Luke and Cleopas said, Abide with us. First falls the evening tide. The darkness deepens, Lord, with us. Abide. So he did constrain him. Come by, Lord. Come into my heart, Lord. Constrain him this morning. And see what he will do. He will reveal himself to you. So he went in the house. And when he got in that house, he never waited to be given a place to sit. He found himself a place to sit. Amen. Amen. He knew he was truly welcome. He wasn't told where to sit. He took the head table. And he sat where the father sits. He sat where the person to bless the bread sits. He just took that place. And when he comes into your life, he will take that center place. Amen. And he blessed bread. He broke it. Then their eyes were open. Come on, church. They saw him face to face all along he was walking with his hands behind his back talking to them he didn't want them to see the nail scars fools and slow to understand what the prophets have said ought not Christ to have suffered all these things and he kept hiding his hands but the way he was connecting the scriptures and church has not our hearts burned in this end time, at the revelation of the seven seals, the revelation of the word of God, hasn't our hearts been burning? Something has taken place. He's been revealing himself. He's been revealing himself as the word has been preached, as, as, the, as, the, as the messages have been, have, been, have been coming out from that voice of the seventh angel. And I believe we're right now at a time where we should see him face to face. Know him face to face in a personal relationship. 
Not just as a church group, but individually. When you wake up in the morning, you wake up with him on your mind. He's the first thing in your life. Oh, thank you, Lord. You walk with him. You talk with him. You fellowship with him. You go to work with him. You don't even leave him behind. He just broke bread. He did something he had done before. And they knew they sent someone to do this. The moment their eyes were open, they knew it was Jesus. Face to face. So did we in ages gone by. So did we even at the beginning of us believing this message. I for one when we came in in those, in those late 70s. There were many things that I could never seem to understand. But now I am understanding now the Holy Ghost is making it clear. Then it was so difficult for me to understand certain things. But now God is making it plainer and plainer. And I believe because the hour is getting close for us to meet him. We can all agree that the signs of the times are telling us. Some of us been on the battlefront for 45 years preaching this gospel. For me, 45 years preaching, standing for this message here. And, 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 and you begin to see the message ripening like never before. The prophecies of Brother Branham are beginning to be so fulfilled in our day. And I can truly say, even so, come. Lord Jesus. Listen church. We are changed from glory to glory. By the progression of revelation. We knew a little bit of this when we started. But now we are knowing a whole lot. And, and, and sometimes you may think you are going through such, such a difficult time. And, and, and you have this trial. And you have this temptation. And, and you have this weakness. And, and you have that challenge. I want you to know that the more you walk with him. The more he gives you the victory. You will not remain the way you were. Even the way you came in this morning. You are not going to return the same. No. He's changing you. Amen. He's transforming you from inside. You may not see it, but maybe the mistake which we make is try to dig that seed to see how, how, how the transformation is, is progressing. Just do like Enoch did. You know, Enoch was translated. And you know how he was translated? By faith. He did not make a self-assessment of what he was trying to do. He just says, Lord, I love you. Lord, I believe you. Lord, I'm looking away to you. What about this? Lord, I love you anyhow. Hallelujah anyhow. You see, if you do your own self-assessment, that will bring you down. Because he knew in your flesh there's nothing good in it. That's why he took your place on the cross. He became you. So that you by faith and by grace may become him. Enoch, by faith. I like that. What faith? Faith to walk with God on a daily basis. By faith. Enoch was translated. He believed his God was able to bring him to perfection. By faith. Lord, I'm perfect. Amen. 
You see, some people think you must only have faith for for salvation and 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 and, and, and healing, and you must have faith for everything. You got to have faith for everything. The same faith that saved you is the same faith that will heal you. That's the same faith that will make you overcome a wrong habit, a wrong nature. That same faith will change your mortal body. Keep on believing. And don't look at the symptoms. Don't listen at the devil's lie. Keep on believing it. I am not that. I am not that. Get thee behind me, Satan. I am who God says I am. And if God says I'm perfect, that settles it. I am perfect. If God says I'm healed, I don't care how the symptoms are raging. I am healed. And the more you believe it, the more you say it. And then the more you say it, the more you believe it. Do you know the more you say something, the more you actually believe it because you keep on saying it? It becomes a part of you. You keep on saying it. You keep on saying it. It it becomes a part of you. So the more you believe it, the more you say it. And the more you say it, the more you believe it. And the more you believe it, the more it will happen. Believe it this morning. We are changed from glory to glory by the progression of revelation. We have to get above the standard of the Catholics, of the Dark Ages. We must rise up above the glory of the Lutherans. And we rise up above the glory of the Methodists. Then we rise up above the glory of the Pentecostals from glory to glory. Like a seed, it rises up from the glory of a little tassel that's shooting up. Then it rises from glory to glory, then it begins to have the blade, it goes on to the fruit right on the top. The same one which went in the ground comes up on the top from glory to glory, from victory to victory. Not seeing darkly through a glass anymore, but face to face. And allow me to say, in this generation, this scripture was fulfilled I believe it I'm standing on it and if it's not like that then I have put my hope in the wrong thing then I've wasted all these 46 years 45 years of serving him I sincerely believe we have a face to face revelation of Jesus Christ I sincerely believe we are not looking darkly Through a glass anymore, I believe Jesus Christ has been thoroughly unveiled. And God, to vindicate this, he allowed the seven angels to appear on Mount Sunset. And when they left, I know it has caused a lot of controversies, but I also like controversies. I thrive on them many times, so they make me go. It's been a controversy. Some don't even believe it anymore. But I believe it. I was never taught it. God revealed it to me. Those seven angels going back formed the face of Jesus. To show that it has come to a face-to-face revelation. Amen. 
He speaks about this in Rising of the Sun on paragraph 15. Well, if you will turn the picture like this and look, you can probably see it from the audience. It's Christ. See his eyes looking here just as perfect as could be. Wearing the white wig of what? Supreme deity. Not a third person of a blessed, but supreme deity. Jesus is God. He is he that met Moses in the burning bush. He is the one that spoke to David and all of them in the old. His name is Jesus. Yes, Jesus of the New Testament is Jehovah of the old. And Jehovah of the old is Jesus of the new. And I want to declare to you, even as he appeared to Brother Burnham in the rainbows, and in the halo, and in the pill of fire, and in the 200 pound men, all manifesting the greatness of God, that same great God is here with us in this church this morning. Amen. We are just gifted differently from Brother Branham, but the same Holy Spirit is here. That's true. We are gifted different from the others. We don't discern your names and your diseases, but the Holy Ghost that would discern those things is here this morning. And he knows who you are. He knows what you have need of. He knows what you are going through. And he can heal you. Without a prophet standing here. Amen. Amen. Did not the prophet say the gift did not heal the people? Didn't he tell us that this gift cannot heal you? It only raises up your faith. So if we read in the messages and listen to the tapes and we, we hear the prophet telling people their names and their, and, their, and their diseases, that has already raised up our faith. Eh? So now let's believe whatever we have need of this morning, you are not going to go back the way you came here. If you are sick, receive your healing in the name of Jesus. And we are now in the speaking age of the spoken word. Under the third pool ministry. Aren't we thankful to God for that in the days when COVID, COVID restrictions would prohibit us from laying hands on one another. COVID restrictions would prohibit us from laying hands. But it will never prohibit us from speaking your healing. In fact, we're supposed to be now speaking the word like that centurion. I am not worthy to have you come under my roof. Speak the word only. Only the word. Amen. Don't speak your thoughts. Speak the word only. My servant will be healed. Amen. Whatever you are going through this morning, allow me in the name of Jesus Christ to impart to you your desire. Because as ministers, that's our responsibility. We cannot heal nobody. But by the preaching of the gospel, it casts out evil spirits. As we preach it, the devil is backing out. As we preach it, the devil is moving away. And by the end of the service, you will feel the change. You will be no longer the same. So he says, you see, this is, look at his eyes, looking here, just as perfect as could be, wearing the white wig of supreme deity and judge of all heavens and earth. Can you see his eyes, nose, his mouth? Um, just turn the picture from this, uh, the way they had it, this way, the way it's supposed to be. Can you see 
He is supreme judge. Amen. There is none other but him. And that is a perfect identification, again, a vindication that this message is the truth. This is the truth. It is true. And making him not a third person, but the only person with white, see, you see the dark, his face, his beard, and his eyes. Yes, we have a face-to-face revelation in order for the rapture. And we all know rapture is a process. As Enoch walked with him, for Enoch to walk with him, he was seeing him who is invisible. But Enoch was seeing him. He couldn't walk with someone he wasn't seeing. God had become so real to Enoch. Enoch had a face-to-face revelation until they walked together. Now he can walk with you and you not knowing he, it's him. Like those two men, Cleopas and Luke, they, they thought this man was a stranger. And they said, are you a stranger? But it was him. But we need to go beyond that. We need to see him and walk with him. How do we see him in the revelation of his word? The word must become so real to you. God must speak to you as you read his word. The word of God must become the voice of God to you. The word, the Bible, when you read it, it must become God speaking to you. It it must become like the scriptures are alive. It's almost like God is walking out of the scriptures and and instructing you and telling you how to conduct your life. Face to face. You see, these people, they called him a stranger. Art thou a stranger in Jerusalem? If you remember, Mary at the grave, at the tomb site, they thought him to be a gardener. They thought he was a gardener, but he wasn't a gardener. It was Jesus. But when God removed the veil from Mary, said, Mary! This is Rabboni. She knew it was Jesus. Face to face. You couldn't tell Mary that he is not risen. You couldn't tell her that. She couldn't prove it no more by just telling them what she saw. But that revelation was imprinted in her soul. She went to tell the rest. He's risen. Oh, how do you know? I saw him. Face to face. It must have been a gardener. No, it was not a gardener. It was a keeper. No, I saw him. And when you have seen him in this message, the whole world can forsake the message, but you will never leave it. You have gone beyond reasoning. You have gone beyond calculating things. You have gone beyond intellectual conceptions. You have gone beyond your human mind. The word has become a revealed force. A revealed power which now propels your life. Until you say, for me to live is Jesus. For me to live is the message. Because the message is Christ. He is those seven seals. He is the revealed word. Mary, 
face to face revelation. He is alive. And these men, Cleopas and his friend, when they saw him and thought he was a stranger, they kept talking to him. But they said, hey, this stranger knows his Bible. This stranger can certainly join up scriptures. This stranger is a very different type of a stranger. But by the time he broke the bread and revealed himself, all their tiredness left them. All their exhaustion from walking from Jerusalem to a mouse, it left them. They were so enthused. They were so revived. They got up the self same hour. They went back to Jerusalem. We've seen him at the breaking of the bread. We saw him, Peter. We saw him. Are you sure it was him? Wasn't it some stranger? No, it was Jesus. We saw him face to face. And while they were giving their testimony, Jesus himself appeared in the room and they saw him and you couldn't convince them you couldn't tell them anything else and friends we must come to a personal revelation a personal knowledge of God even when you want to see God in your life to do the miracles the impossibles to fulfill Mark 11 if you shall say to this mountain be thou removed don't doubt in your heart to fulfill whatsoever you desire when you pray believe God will give it to you all these precious promises if you want to see them happen you need a face to face revelation not something that's handed down something that you possess and if no man will stand with you you'll stand alone in the message the unveiling of God and it shall come to pass on paragraph 312, the unveiling of God. And it shall come to pass in the last days, saith God. See, here we are, the light over the word. I like that. The light over the word. To break all the veils. The light. What does the light do? The light uncovers. Yes, sir. Yes. If you were in this hall here, and I didn't know who was in here, and I walked in without the lights being turned on, and I hear you talk, I see some images moving, I wouldn't know who you are. But you just turn on the light. I will see you face to face. And we were reading the scriptures in the dark. We were reading Revelations, the book of Revelations, the book of, 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 uh, of Daniel, and, and, and all these things here. We were reading them in, in a dark, denominational, Laodicean house until Zechariah says there shall be light in the evening time. And what does the light do? It exposes the faces. And and so all those that did not like the light, they went back to their creeds and dogmas. But those that appreciate the light, they walk in that light, seeing one another face to face. Amen. Amen. You know, when we see him face to face also, it makes us see one another face to face. 
You got to love one another. You got to know one another. You got to have trust in one another. Confidence. This is why our churches don't prosper many times because there's too much suspicion amongst yourselves. And you suspect this brother to be that way. And she suspects that one to be that way. How can the Holy Ghost have the liberty that we read here? Where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. Now, if I knew your names uh, with the lights on, I could say, God bless you, brother so-and-so. God bless you, sister so-and-so. God bless you, because I can see you face to face. But if there was no light, I wouldn't know. Uh, maybe, if, if, maybe if I knew how you speak, I could figure out that's the voice of so-and-so. But you see, sometimes these voices can also be impersonated. So we've got to come to a place where we see him face to face. And then that causes us to see one another face to face. There's no more darkness around us. Do you know the prophet says, I wish, uh, he says, I, I, I have wished. He says this. Maybe I shouldn't say this, but let me say it. He says, I, how my poor heart has longed to see a perfect church. Where sin could not come in. He says, I hope I will see it before I, before I, I die. A church where people see one another face to face. If, 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 if someone does something that's wrong, that's unscriptural. Men and women sitting in there under the power of the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Ghost will catch it. The light of God will catch it and say, brother, will you like to make this thing right? You are walking in darkness while you are in the light. Sister, would you like to go and make this thing right? Face to face. There's no hidden image in the church. And there's no hidden corner between you and the Lord. We've got to come to that perfection where Ananias and Sapphira could not just stay in that marvelous light face to face my time is going if I was in Africa I would be saying upon this background let me let me get into my sermon but being that I'm in America you do to when you're in Rome you do what the Romans do so, <laughs> so I don't want to talk to myself so <laughs> I don't want to talk to myself. No, no. I don't want to do that because there's been many people who, who preach so long and it also spoils the sermon anyway. If you punch it and say what you want to say. I know you've heard what I'm trying to say. I can still say more, but already I'm done. You know what I mean? I'm really done to be honest with you. You know what I've been trying to say to you. Yeah, no, we don't want people that will start to, uh, to say, hey, Pharaoh, let my people go. <laughs> No, no, we don't want no such a thing like that. We don't want no such a thing like that, you know. That happened in one church in South Africa there where, where the pastor kept on preaching and preaching and preaching, preaching people sleeping and he just carried on and the elder at the back stood up and said, Hey, Pharaoh, let my people go. <laughs> we don't want no such thing like that, so I don't want that. I don't want that. No, I don't want that. I want to have you 
and you to have me as well. But I'm sure you are hearing what I'm saying. It's, 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 it's from my heart. I, I pride in speaking from my heart because, because that's what preaching is. It's not trying to show how deep we are or how many things we know in the message. It's just to share the goodness of the Lord. So the prophet says, yes, I'm winding this down. He says, it shall come to pass in the last days. Saith God, see here we are, the light of the word. Amen. As the light of the sun changes the seed from glory to glory, we also become more like him as we live in his presence, like him being conformed to his blessed image as we walk with him. In the mighty God unveiled before us, he says, the word is a seed and it cannot bring forth until the sun strikes it. The sun has got to be upon the seed to make it bear, to make it come forth. And that's the only way you take the word. Take the word of God in your heart and walk into the Shekinah glory. And when you do, it will bring shoe bread. Manna, which is only given to a separated people. The only thing that can eat it, that's permitted to eat it, is just the people who are permitted and knows it. Paul said here, changing from glory to glory. You see, finally it comes till it's back to its original glory. It's just like a seed of a morning glory. The seed of a flower, it falls into the ground. The seed of a corn falls into the ground. What's the first thing? It comes up and it's a little sprout. Then it goes to a tassel. Then from a tassel back to its original grain. Well, that's exactly what the church has done. It comes from Luther, Wesley, and now back to the original grain. Back to its original glory. Back to the glory it was at the beginning. The sun that rose in the east. It's the same sun that's manifesting the same thing in the west. Changing from glory to glory. It changed from the pagan down into Luther. And from Luther down into Wesley. From Wesley out into Pentecost. And on and on. Changing from glory to glory. Producing the hidden manna. And now it's ripe. Amen. Amen. To bring him back exactly like he was at the beginning. His same ministry. The same Jesus. The same power. The same Holy Ghost. The same one that come down on the day of Pentecost. Is the same Holy Ghost that's manifested today. From glory unto glory. To glory and is back to its original seed with the baptism of the Holy Ghost. With the same signs and same wonders and same baptism. Same kind of people acting the same way with the same power, the same sensation. It's from glory unto glory. And the next will be changed from his, from this glory. (laughs) Amen. Changed from this glory into a body like his own glorious body where we shall see him. That's why Paul says in Ephesians 3 on verse 20 and 21, for our conversation is in heaven from whence 
also we look for the Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ, who shall change our vile body, that it may be fashioned like unto his glorious body, according to the working whereby he is able to subdue all things. And in the Laodicean church age of the exposition of the servant church ages, with them, he says, we rejoice also. We haven't seen him, but we have felt him. We know him now as much as our limiting senses can let us. But one day, it will be face to face. That is for this age. He is coming at the end of this age. Partial realization will be made perfect realization. Completed realization. Hallelujah. We have been looking through a glass darkly, but soon it will be face to face. We have been going from glory to glory, but soon it will be right in the glory and in his glory we will shine. We shall be like him, wondrously like him, Jesus our Savior divine. Isn't that wonderful? We are complete in him. That is true. He would not lie to us about that. But one day we will be changed in the atoms, we will put on immortality. We will all be swallowed up into life. Then we will realize realization. Yeah. That's a beautiful statement. We will realize realization. All right, let me just read my last quote from God Keeps His Word. Brothers, it's time for us to make footprints. We can't stay right here in this same camp. The fire is moving on. Let's move on from glory to glory. From Bible experience to Bible experience. Let's unfold and open up our hearts. Raise up our hands to God. Keep saying, stay in the Bible. Don't get outside of that. Stay right there. Follow We've got the prophet of God. Can we say amen? amen? We've got the word of God. And we've got the angel of God. He's leading his church. Just exactly like he led in them days. That's exactly right. The word of God is before us. The prophet of God is the Holy Spirit. The angel of God is leading the church. We are moving in the pillar of fire. In the glory of God. Sitting together in heavenly places. In Christ Jesus. Now we are sons and daughters of God. And the great revelation of the word. The Holy Spirit is sinking it into the heart. And bringing forth trees of salvation. Righteousness. Loving. Love. Joy. Peace. Long suffering. Goodness. Gentleness. Patience. Sure. It just only won't happen to a Branham tabernacle or to another tabernacle. It happens to individuals. If the whole Branham tabernacle gets together in that one accord, the whole thing will be moving in one big unit for God. 
But if there is only one in that Branham Tabernacle moving like that, God will move with that one. Are you that one this morning? We used to sing a song from glory is changing me. You know that song. Maybe you can, maybe somebody can sing that one. If you know one of the uh, chorus leaders here, that song is changing me. But let me just maybe pray and then we will do that. Let us stand and then I'll offer prayer. And if you want God to change you from glory to glory, until you see him face to face, as I pray, you raise your hand to God. And say, Lord, change me from glory to glory. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, this is our desire. We don't just come to church, oh God, to see one another. Or just to hear something that will excite us. We come, oh God, for this one purpose to be changed into your glorious image. Lord Jesus, the word has been preached. The scriptures have been read. And the quotations from the prophet of the day have been read. Now, Lord, your people are standing and some are raising up their hands. They want to be changed from glory unto glory. I raise my two hands as well. I want a far greater glory than I have ever heard in my life. Change me, O God, from the glory which I currently have to yet a greater glory until I just be like you and see you face to face so that I can walk with you for the rapture. Thank you, Lord, for the pastor here. Bless him. Bless the officers here. Bless everyone that's in your divine presence. And may your glory change those who are sick and give them good health. Let your glory change those who are failing and having weaknesses, Father. Make them overcomers. We thank you for we ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. You can sing it. Sometimes I must go back to that. 
So many times after I preach like this, and I'm not too sure if I've done well or not, I sing a song. So you forget about the preaching. <laughs> I don't know if you sing the song. I'm quick and change translated by the power of the Holy Ghost. And I'm waiting for this outward to be changed and taken off the earth. All this power now is moving and it's deep inside of me. As I look into the mirror and I know it's him I see. I'm changed, quick and translated by the power of the Holy Ghost. And I'm waiting for this outward to be changed and taken off the earth. Oh, this power now is moving. It's deep inside of me. As I look into the mirror, I know it's him I see. All right. All right. It will be difficult for you to catch it. Overcoming power is what we have today. Overcoming power to keep that devil away. Overcoming power to become the word. That's when we'll leave this sinful earth and go to meet the Lord. Overcoming power is what we have today. Overcoming power to keep that devil away, yeah, oh, overcoming power till we become the word, that's when we'll leave this sinful earth and go to meet the Well, I think you know this one. <laughs> Amen. Some glad morning when this life is over. Come on now. Amen. Let's see it. Oh, to a home. Hey, 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 ah. I'll fly away. I'll fly away. Ah. I'll fly away. Ah. Yes, sir. Shut 
I tell you this. You will never forget our fly away. Thank you, my brother. God bless you. you. I was hoping he'd carry on. We'd fly away for sure. Every praise is due our God. Let's sing it this morning. Every praise to our God, every word of worship, one of every praise, every praise to our God, sing transforming power that changes you into what you're looking at. It's a wonderful thing. Hey, we don't need, Brother Bram said, we don't need to strain and pull and 
try to figure it all out. And it's not an intellectual exercise, saints. It's just somehow coming into his presence, something happens to the people of God. Amen. Hallelujah. The name of the Lord is a strong run into and they are saved the name of the Lord is a strong tower and they are saved blessed be the name of the Lord blessed be the up your cross and follow Jesus. Take up your cross every day. Don't be ashamed. Pound the cross. Take up your cross and follow It's a wonderful thing to know that when you're living in a world falling apart, God's got it all under control, doesn't he? He's got it all under control. He knows that he knew exactly what word to leave for the end time. He knew exactly what kind of ministry to bring in the end time for God's people. Hey, we believe God's got it all under control. It's happening just according to his plan. Amen. He's got it all under control. Let's sing that together. 
He's got it all in control. God's got it all in control. And he puts that reassurance deep down in my got it all in control. He's got it all in control. He's got it all in control. Put that reassurance in love with Jesus, falling in love with Jesus, falling in love with Jesus, falling in love with Jesus. time now falling in love falling in love with my Jesus falling in love with Jesus falling in love with Jesus best thing I arms, I feel protected in his arms. Oh, in his arms, I feel protected. No place I'd ever rather be. First verse again now. Falling in love with my Jesus. Falling in love with Jesus. Falling in love with my Jesus. Father, we thank you that we have a place, Lord, that we can rest, a place that we can turn. And Lord, you've carved out this little, this little place on top of the rock in the last day, Lord, where you set David, Lord, and he spoke about it. And talk about it in the time of trouble. You would hide him in that pavilion. He would sit upon a rock in a safe place. No harm would befall him. And Lord Jesus, for that we thank you. And 
Lord, we have found that place. And Lord, we never want to leave that place. We never, Lord, want to stray away from your presence. So, Lord, order our steps in your word, I pray. and Order us, Lord, in the direction towards the gate of the kingdom. Because, Lord, one day soon we believe we'll cross over into that place. Lord Jesus, have your way, we pray. Lord, bless our brother uh, Joseph, Lord, today. And, Father, may you just prosper him in his way and bring him back home safely to his family. And his assembly, Lord, we pray. And all the work that he does. Father, may you just reward him, I pray, and just minister to his heart and his body, Lord. We thank you, Lord Jesus, because you care for us and you love us and you've shown us such great favor, Lord. And we thank you. Lord Jesus, now we commit the balance of our day into your hands, Lord, and pray that you administer to each one, Lord. And those that are sick and those that are needy, and there are many, O God. People, Lord, in different countries and those who are reaching out. Father, we think of Sister April, Lord, Sister April Grant, who's leaving, Lord, to go into the war zone next week, Lord. And I I just pray for heaven's protection upon her, Lord, and that, Lord, you would guide her footsteps. And, Lord, may decisions that are made about where they are, Lord, may they be made, Lord, with her in mind. Father, we commit her into your hands, Lord, for safety and Father, I just ask that you would just minister to her as she ministers to other broken people, Lord. Have your way, we pray. We love you and thank you and ask all of these things in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen and amen. How many enjoyed coming to the house of the Lord today? Amen. Brother Chikosi, we certainly appreciated having you today. It was an honor. And uh, how many would like to have Brother Joseph to come back sometime? I surely would. Surely would. Amen. Let's think about his love as we go this morning. And may God bless you and uh, bless your uh, week that lays ahead. And uh, these days we never know what a week will hold, that's for sure. Hardly able to know what a day will hold. But we are glad that uh, we serve a living God and one who is real and knows exactly what we have need of. May God bless you today as you go shake hands with one another and uh, may God be with you and bless your fellowship this afternoon. Think about his love. Think about his goodness. Think about his grace that's brought us through. our Father's love. Think about His love. Think about His goodness. Think about His grace that's brought us through. Father's
again now. 